Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com. Uh, sorry, starring world-renowned pet psychic, Laura Finchfield. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Finchfield, the pet psychic. Welcome to the show. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to you and your animals and teaching you both how to understand each other better. You can log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication, as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. You can call in right now, 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. The chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. we got Kendra and Diana on the phones. Thank you, ladies. And if you hear a cat meowing in the background, that would be Rosa, my cat, who has a oh. meowing issue. She's still meowing. Yep, she's still meowing. I had to. I know I spoke with you last night about her meowing problem, but yeah, she did won't she stop. stop at all last night, or did she keep just keep going? She stopped last night, and she slept on my pillow, which I hate because it hurts my neck when I wake up in the morning, but she did that. and But she stopped. At least she didn't, like, wake did me. Did you get and a then, second pillow? Yeah, no, there's two pillows. She wants to so sleep on the one not- that I'm sleeping on. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love it when my cat Joey used to do that. <laughs> It's so funny how everyone's so different. I yeah. Have people, people who call me sometimes and they're like, tell my dog to stop licking me. I can't stand it when my dog's licking me. And then I have other people who call me and they're like, please tell my dog to lick me. He never <laughs> licks me. I like it that the cat comes near me. It's just that my I have like neck pain. <laughs> Aww. In the morning so, when she does that. So what should we do? Do you want to talk to them? Yeah, let's just, um, she's meowing again during the day now. So she's she started meowing in the morning and she's still meowing right now. But she's not as constant right now. But she is just meowing from outside my studio. And the door's open okay. and she won't come in. Okay. Let's ask her what's going on. I'm the first caller today. She says she's confused. I'm confused on why this is a problem. I kind of feel like I need to do this. It's making me feel better. That's interesting. Like, how is it making you feel better, Rosa? How? Yeah, how? Yeah, because yesterday she was talking about how her body was shaking and everything. Remember? Yeah, and for all of our listeners, Rosa is my gray and black tabby cat. It's a tabby, right? That's what you call it? Yeah, she's a tabby. Tabby cat. And she's uh, 17 years old. She used to belong to my, not belong, but she was the baby of my ex-husband. But now she lives with me. You know what I need to say? This is Rosa. Mm -hmm. I'm really sorry it's bothering you, Mom. I can't stop myself. It's like it keeps coming out of me. I get a little bit confused on how to stop it. And then I finally wear myself out. It's not because of bugs. (laughs) I think I'm just missing some of my old family, which is her Mm. dad and her kitty friend that passed away. 
please, can you get Dad to come say hi? Did he say hi yesterday? No, he didn't come by yesterday, but I will ask him to come by. Yeah. I'll have to check in with him and find out, because he was supposed to come the day before, but didn't come, and he didn't come yesterday either, so I'm not sure when he's going to stop by. I think that might help her. Yeah. You know, I think the last time this happened, that's what she said, too. So. What do you mean? What did she what did she say? The, the last time, time she, she was to... meowing, she wanted to see John. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, let's get John over and see if she stops. Yeah, I'll try that. Because right, maybe she will. I will. I will update you next week on the Pet Psychic oh, Radio okay. Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get to some uh, some calls. Uh, we have Kelly with a 12-year-old yellow lab named London, around 90 pounds. Um, face is lighter, extra skin around the neck. He's tall, and he has a problem with his hips and can't hold his poop. So let's find oh. out. Kelly, poor guy. Kelly, tell us about what's going on with London. Well, London, you know, he's getting on in years. He was an adopted uh, he was an ado- adopted dog from the pound. He's a he's got a beautiful personality, but he's been having a lot of pain in his hindquarters. <laughs> See, that's what he said. And <laughs> and he's having trouble um it, it's worse sometimes. I I was just outside with him and he had trouble going up the hill, so his hindquarters just kind of gave way. And he sits and he's confused and he tries to stand up. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it's, some days are better than others. And he's mm. having trouble now knowing when he's ready to poop. I mean, and he knows, so but we, it's like a second, you know, second before. Right. Do you know, last week, my, my Stormy, some of you know my Aussie Stormy, was having problems right. holding poop too. And I just got him adjusted and now he's back to normal. So I, that's oh. something you might want to try too, is getting him adjusted by a chiropractor. Okay. Um, and uh, that, and his, he's never had that, no. Oh yeah. So I would take him to get that done because it could really help him, and because it could help um, send the awareness from the brain to the back of the body, so that he'll be able oh. to pick it up up sooner. And it also controls if he's out in the atlas, it can control those muscles down there too. I mean, because I was starting to get worried about Stormy that way because he he had a couple of days where he started, like, pooping a little bit in the house because he couldn't get out Mm -hmm. fast enough. But now I got him adjusted and he's been fine. Oh. Um, But let's talk to him. And so what do we want to ask him? Just, like, how are you feeling? What are your main... Yeah, yeah, how is he feeling? And, you know, where does it hurt? Is there anything that we can do to help him? Um, Okay. and, And then, too, his life is changing a lot because... He's gonna get a new daddy. Um, his his mommy is getting is gonna get married, so she's bringing home um, his new daddy in a couple of days. Oh, okay. So you're so, not his mommy. No, I'm his I'm his like auntie. <laughs> okay, you're his auntie. And so does his does he not know his mom? Well, he he knows mom. he knows he knows the he knows Mayo the fiance. I mean, he's oh. but you know. But the he's um, it's a big change because he hasn't seen him in a long time. Because Maya lives in Mexico, so they're um, they're just coming home together in the next few days, and life is going to change for him. Okay, so, so he's going to go move in with them and everything. Yeah, so he's going to have okay, a daddy get, at let's home. Get let's get London. Okay, London, talk to talk to Laura, sweetie. He said it's really hard in the middle of his back. Mm. It's not just my hip, but it's my middle of my back. My front feels kind of strong. I still feel like I can lift up the front. But the middle of my back burns. That makes sense. And also my knees. His his hindquarters. 
His knees, yeah. His knees. Yeah. He wants to ask me something. Do I know of a pill he can take? Is he taking a pill now? Um, you know, I <laughs> I uh give him hyaluronic acid. I sprinkle it on his food and that helps, but uh the last bottle that I had brought over, they haven't been using. So he used to take the pills. Um and now he's not. But um is there oh, something else? Can you get him he back takes... on the pills? Yeah, in fact I I just uh, gave him one this morning. Oh, okay, so good. Ask him if that's if ask him if that's the one he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's better when he takes it. Okay. And then he's talking about his mom. I know she's getting married. Oh, good, honey. Good, honey. Are they going to make sure that I have a good, cool place by the window? Oh, okay. So maybe you can tell them that he wants a cool place by a window. Yes, you can have a place by the window. Sweetheart. And also, he doesn't like TV too loud, which is interesting. (laughs) That's interesting because uh, you would think that when they get older, they don't notice necessarily the the volume because they could be losing a little. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell my mom congratulations. Oh, London, maybe she's Tell her I can't wait to see her. Oh. And tell her I bet she looked pretty. Oh. Can you ask him why he um why he's barking a lot more now? He gets yeah. kind of is it his ouchies? Okay. And then we've got to get to our next caller. Okay. Okay. Because I'm trying to blow out my ears. Oh. My ears are popping a lot. You know, I think that you should really get them adjusted because that could help that feeling too. Okay. Well, he does. I'm looking at his ears. When they're starting to lose their hearing, it pops a lot. But I think he needs an adjustment. I'll be very surprised if he doesn't. I'm looking at his ears, and they're very dirty. So how about a oh, good this afternoon? They are very dirty. Okay. So We're going to have to his... clean your ears, honey. Okay. If his ears are dirty, also, you want to make sure that he has no grain in his food, that he's on a grain-free diet. Okay. He's on salmon and sweet potato. Is that okay? Yeah, as long as there's no, like, corn or wheat right. or any grain. You want to make sure that the bag says grain free. Oh yeah, it does. It's it's grain free. Oh good. I wonder why his ears are like that. Yeah, they're really mucky. Yeah. Well, call us back after he gets the adjustment and let us know how he does. If any of that stuff changes. Okay, super. Thank you so much, Laura. Okay, sure thing. Be well. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. London. Congratulations to London's parents. I know. It's kind of cool. That's very exciting. Our next caller uh, is Hero, who passed away on July 20th. And uh, he is Julia's baby cat, 11 years old, black and white. And the photo's on Facebook, if you all want to check it out. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash radio. Um, she wants to know how he's doing, so let's talk to Julia. Julia, tell us um, about Hero. Uh, hello, thank you for taking my call. Um, she died on Sunday, the July 20th. Um, I thought they needed a few days, or at least a week, to transition. But I've been feeling him really strong since day one. I just want to make sure that he didn't get stuck. Julia, I'm having, a, I'm having a hard time understanding you. Can you maybe maybe speak up a little bit? Okay. Um, he transitioned. He died on Sunday, the twentieth in July. Uh huh. Um, I thought that they needed at least a week or so, you know, to transition. But I have been feeling him really strongly since day one. I just want to make sure he didn't get stuck or anything. 
Okay. So, Julie, I'm really sorry, but I can't hear you very well. You're sounding really muffled. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to Kiro, and I'm going to ask him how he's doing. Um, Because I can't really hear what you're asking to ask him, so I apologize for that. I'm going to... I'm going to ask him how he's doing. Okay, hold on. I want my mom to know that I'm safe. I want my mom to know that I'm not in any pain. I had a really amazing experience when I died. I flew to heaven in flickering gold light. And I want my mom to know that the lighting is really beautiful here. I want you to know, Mom, that I care for you so much. And that I'm never going to leave you. And I'm going to find my way to all the places you go. And when you go in the closet, I'll go in the closet too. And when you go in the kitchen and bathroom, I'll go in there too. And I got to tell you something, Mom. Your bravery, your bravery helped me die with friends. So meaning that, um, that, that your bravery um, helped him, like, look to the angels or look to, um, look to heaven and be able to accept whoever came for him so that he could die with friends. Thanks, Mom, for everything you've done for me. Oh, that's so sweet of Kiro. That's so really... Ju- yeah. So, Julia, I hope that helped you. I know that, that um, we can't hear you anymore, so we hope that that, that helped hearing from Kiro. And try calling us back next week um, or in the upcoming weeks. Or you can always email us, too, at petpsychicradio at gmail.com um, if you have any other additional questions or comments about um, what Hero said. So I hope that helps, Julia. I'm sorry we had such a bad connection. Uh, our next caller is, oh, let's go to um, Latasha, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so Tasha's been on our show previously and um, several shows. She's been uh, one of our callers since the very beginning of the Pet Psychic Radio show. She has. Yeah, let's get her on. Hey, Latasha. Hi. You guys make me feel kind of like I've been with you guys for 20 years or something. (laughs) You kind of have. Yeah. In Pet Psychic years. I guess so. Well, you know, I talk about I talk about you guys all the time, and it's so funny because Richard Chief was a skeptic, but ever since I told him things that I told you know Richard things that Scotty has said about what Scotty knows, what Richard's doing when he's on deployment, and now he's a believer. So, oh, that's that's cool. cool. (laughs) That's awesome. So, So tell us what's going on today. Well, for the past couple weeks, the dogs have been running outside or running in the living room at night, barking like there's something in the house. I've looked everywhere. I haven't seen anything, but it's getting to the point where I can't get any sleep at night, and I have to lock them in the bedroom with me and close the doggy door. And when I do let them out in the morning, they're sniffing around the living room and the kitchen like something's been in the house. And I don't know if maybe the guinea pigs might be better to talk to because their cages are in the living room, but I just wanted to see what, what is coming in the house. If anything at all. Yeah, but they can't. So is there a dog door? How could something come in the house? Uh, well, we used to have a cat come in the house at night, come in through the oh. doggy door. And there's evidence, oh. there's possums. There's, um, Scotty's killed a mole and brought it in the house, so I don't know what it. So I just 
Yeah. Okay, can you tell our listeners what, what the puppies look like? Oh, yes. Scotty looks like a little Dalmatian, but he's a rat terrier chihuahua mix. He's black and white with spots. He's really cute. And Elvis is a deer chihuahua, so he weighs four pounds and four ounces, and he is brown and white. <laughs> okay, let's get them. Elvis says he knows what it is. Is one of those things that has the little paws, and it eats things with its hands. Mm-hmm. You know those things? That sounds like a raccoon, right? Do possums eat things with their hands? Probably. Yeah, I like don't know. Foot. Do you think, uh, Elvis? Do you think it's a possum or a raccoon? It's something bigger than a possum. And I can smell it in the kitchen even. And I think it's trying to open the garbage. But it hasn't opened the garbage, right? No, it's never been, the garbage has never been touched. You know what I think, Mom? I think we should sleep out there. <laughs> no, no, you would become his little appetizer, whatever it is. It sounds bigger than him. <laughs> I think it would still be scared of me because I think it's young. Uh, let's listen to uh, Scotty. Scotty says, you know what I got to say? I think that we have to... Put a trap in there. And I think we should say we're not allowed to be in here. Because it's our home. And I'm worried about the guinea pigs, Mom. I think we should move them. Oh, gosh. But they haven't disturbed the guinea pigs, right? No, I don't think so. I have no idea. Do you think it could be a raccoon? Because that would be like a raccoon maybe would go after a guinea pig, but you think it would have already done that. Are raccoons native in this area in Port Royal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they live in my palm tree. Okay, well, I'll set a trap. Um, I'll set a trap, and um, I'll see if I could catch it. Um, But if not... You know what? I'll I'll move the guinea pigs because that's my my is one of my main concerns because they're just they just sit there. You know they can't really defend themselves. I know, and you haven't heard them screaming or anything, right? No. No, I haven't. Um, so, and I also wanted to ask the dogs how they would feel if Richard and I down the road got a cat or a kitten. <laughs> so <laughs> cool. Okay. Okay, let's get them and see. And you want to ask the dogs, right? I'm sorry? Yeah, I want to ask the well, dogs. Yeah, I would, the dogs are fine. I wouldn't mind asking the guinea pigs, but I know we're limited on time, so the dogs are fine. Okay. Elvis says he thinks it would be super cool. I think it would be so cool. I'm going to stick my nose up his butt. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) No. Scotty thinks he's nervous of cats. I think he would swat me. No, you guys could end up being friends with them. You could end up being friends with the cat. Yeah, they just can't chase the cat. Like, they have a tendency to do with my in-law's cat. Yeah, you just can't chase. You just can't chase them. You have to be really slow and lick and yawn and blink your eyes and just be really, really slow. I'm not sure about that. (laughs) Scotty says you could get swatted and hurt in the eye. But that's interesting, but he's still chasing your in-laws, Cass, huh? (laughs) 
Well, like the in-laws' cats, they just don't like cats. But Richard, he has been bugging me for a long time for us to adopt a cat or kitten. So I was going to surprise him when he came home from deployment and tell him he could adopt a kitten. Well, he kind of nipped that one in the bud because of where we're living right now. We're kind of over our pet limit. So, But later on down the road, he wants a kitten and a large dog. Oh, you want a kitten and a large dog? Yes, I know. I I know, Laura. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it could work with these guys, too, one day. You could teach them. You know, I had my wolf hybrid, and she, like, wanted to kill my cats and kill my bunny when I first got her, and she learned. You yeah, know, she I will to, teach them. She used to sleep with them. Yeah. And, Laura, I have I have just one more question for Elvis. Elvis has, um, he has an admirer at the dog park. Her name is Annie. She is a Queensland healer, giant schnauzer mix, and she only has eyes for Elvis. She chases him up and down the fence line, <laughs> and I tried to put them together, but Elvis, he wouldn't have it. But she is in love with him. She ignores all the other dogs and only has eyes for Elvis. So I want to ask Elvis, what does he think of Annie? Okay. What do you think, Elvis? I think she loves me because of my smarts and also because of the way I walk. I have really powerful thighs. She saw me and she was like, you're adorable. <laughs> I think she's really cute. I mean, she has a funny looking face. <laughs> But she's pretty. I kind of want Dad to meet her. Because I want Dad to see if maybe when her mom goes away, if she could stay with us. Because if she stayed with us, I might learn how to jump over her. Well, I think he I tried putting them together, Laura, and Elvis was trying to bite her in the face because she was really forceful with her snout. But she was just so excited that she couldn't control herself. And she kept pushing Elvis. Maybe that's a funny-looking face. Mm. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, too, that's why she wants Dad there to control her, maybe. Yeah, her mom was there, and her mom kept saying, Annie, he's not a toy, you know, you can't, you have to be gentle with him. But Elvis was just getting in her face, like saying, okay, you're being too rough with your mouth. But she was just pushing him with her with her mouth, and that's her way of, like, trying to smell him. But she's, she's a big dog, you know. That's interesting. I wonder if really why she wants Richard there is because Richard, Richard would have a stronger being, and maybe he could stop that. Oh, Elvis wants Richard there? Yeah, like, you know, she said, I want Dad to come home, and maybe she can come over. Mm. So maybe okay. what he's saying is, like, I want Dad to come home and control her. Like, I like her, but it's too much. She's got a funny face. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, Latasha. Thanks so much. You guys gave me some great insight. I will definitely be setting a trap for whatever is coming in the house. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, let us yeah, know let what us it know. was. Take a picture and send it to us. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Latasha. Bye. Uh, that's so amazing. Yeah, a cat that eats with his hands sounds like a raccoon in Port Wyneme, California. That for sure seems like it could be a raccoon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but you know, I remember I when I used to like, live up there, there were lots of raccoons. The only thing that seems a little bit odd about that, to be honest with you, is like I think if a raccoon really did go in there, it would have gone after the guinea pigs by now. I don't know. I mean, yeah. and the only other thing is if there was a raccoon, wouldn't the dogs get it? I don't know. Well, I guess the dogs are smaller. And I don't know. ran out the door. Yeah, maybe it just came in and went out. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> or maybe it comes in and it starts walking around, and then it hears the dogs going crazy. So then it's yeah. like, I'm out of here. But maybe he's attracted to the guinea pig. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, so let's go to our next call. Um, 
So we have Barbara, who has Toby, a black lab, Newfoundland mix, uh, nine years old. He has black long hair, and he's about 85 pounds. He's a puffy tail, and uh, is he's a little bit graying around the muzzle. Two years ago, her um, husband died, and the dog was the only one there, and Toby has not been the same since. What can she do to make him happy? Barbara, tell us um, what, so it all started when your husband passed away? Yes. Um, When I came home from work, I found my husband, and Toby was laying with his face next to my husband's face, and I had to get him out of the room so that, um, uh, you know, the fire department and everything could come in because he wouldn't leave, and so we had to get him away from him. And ever since then, I mean, we've I've had to change houses because we've had to downsize. Um, we he had a big yard before; it was five acres, and he had a big yard. And he was always Daddy's dog. I mean, I bought him for me, but he always, he became Daddy's dog. And when Daddy would come home, he would jump on his shoulders, and they would, you know, kiss and love on each other. And he, if I tried to sit next to Daddy, then he would push me out of the way so he could sit next to Daddy. And Aww. now that now that we've moved and we're in a different, and even before then, I mean, he just, he doesn't have that, the attitude like he did before. He has sad eyes and he acts, he just seems sad all the time. Mm-hmm. And even when his little so- sister, she's a beagle, she tries to play with him, he they won't he won't engage her at all and they used to romp all over the place. Oh, and how old is he now, did you say? He's nine. He's nine. And um how did your husband die? Do you mind me asking? He had a heart attack. A massive oh, heart okay. attack. I'm so sorry to hear that. So Thank you. um so I actually know a lot of animals that have been with their people when their people have passed away. Uh-huh. Um, some some that have been with their people for days before their people were found. And right. one of the things that I want to talk to Toby about today is, you know, do you know what death means? And if you see dad's spirit, you know it's okay to talk to dad's spirit. Because one of the main things that animals have a problem with when their human dies or their animal friends die is that sometimes they see the spirit of the loved one and they don't know what it is. And right. that scares them. And that um, they don't know why their friend doesn't have a body anymore. And, like, is that a memory that's sort of haunting them? They don't get it. And so I'm going right. to see if that's something that's going on with Toby because that could be something that would make him not feel happy because there's no doubt in my mind that your husband's around, right? right. He's around you and he's watching over you guys. So if he really knew that, and believed that and felt that, his mourning process, I wouldn't say would be over, because, of course, we still miss our loved ones in body, but it would be a little bit better because he'd realize that dad's still there. Okay. And they actually have that ability to see spirits and feel them way more than us humans do. Oh. So, okay. I mean, I'm really sensitive. I can feel that, but... The, Average humans sometimes they feel everyone now and then, but they don't they can't see it as much as our pets can see it. So right. I want to sort of explain that to Toby and to, to really know that that's a blessed thing that he can see his dad. And okay. um, so let's see what Toby says. Hold on. Okay. He says, "Dad didn't die right away." Oh. He had some time where he was in a little bit of pain. And he said, tell your mother I love her. Thank you. And that I'm sorry this is happening. And he said to take care of mom. Okay. And he said to tell her to keep her chin up. Okay. And to keep yeah. a smile on. Keep what? And to, to keep a smile on, and to um to take care of yourself because you always took care of yourself better than you took care of me. 
no, no, sorry. <laughs> that was wrong. I apologize. It was um, that you you always took care of me. You always took care of me better than I took care of myself. So meaning that your husband was telling Toby to tell you that you always right. took such good care of him better than he took care of himself. So turn That's that true. and put it on you. And, that is right. Um, and, uh, okay, hold on. Tell my mom, this is Toby. It's been hard because I haven't been able to tell you those things. Okay. And dad sits by you all the time. Oh. And he grabs your hand. Yeah, I've felt it sometimes. And he puts you. And he puts your hand on his knee. Yeah, you and see he that. says you're doing a good job. Did he used to do that in life? Yes. Aw. How sweet. So one of Toby's problems right now is that he feels like your husband is around you a lot and maybe you don't feel him so much. Do you feel him? I feel him sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'll sense his cologne or I'll feel his, um, you know, just feel him, like, hugging me. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, it is very cool. Yeah, I want you to know that when, especially when men pass away, when women pass away, too, they never, like, everything, they're working on everything on the other side. So if there's ever, like, any business or paperwork or, like, house stuff, like home repair, like all those things that men sort of watch out for, uh-huh. that they're still doing it on the other side and that they can really help you. And so what Toby is sort of saying is that dad is so involved in our life, like I want, mom, I want you to know that. I want you to know how involved he is. So Toby, okay. why aren't you playing with your sister? Because like, if you see dad and you know that dad is happy on the other side and you know he's with mom and he's strong enough to help her, then why aren't you playing with your sister? And why aren't you, like, like having fun because you're living? And so dad would want you to have fun. He'd yeah. want you because I feel guilty. Oh. I feel guilty I didn't bark. I feel guilty I didn't call someone during that time. Well, little buddy, you took care of your dad, and you just stayed with him. And if it was the right thing for you to bark, you probably would have. So the right thing for you to do at that time was to stay with your dad. And I tell my mom something. I think I need more back massages <laughs> and, like, down my shoulders. Okay. Because sometimes I get sore. Okay. The other thing I want to tell her when he went, when I also want to tell my mom that when he went to heaven, I saw all these people hugging him. Okay. And they were so happy to see him. He's wagging his tail now. <laughs> oh, he is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay, Toby! <laughs> play with your sister. you got to play with your sister, Toby. That's your homework. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Let us know if he plays. I will. You have a wonderful day. Thanks, you Barbara. Too. Okay. Oh, that was a really moving call. <laughs> Toby started wagging his tail. That's awesome. Toby is. Oh, that must have been must have been so much uh, pressure for him all these these last few years, not being the holding on to all that, you know. I know. I don't know if you guys could tell, but did you notice that I started to cry during that one? No, I was like, I was, I was I crying, just, but it was all, I was on mute. So. Look at I'm like all stuffed up and everything. <laughs> I, I um, 
you know, and what happens is when I start to cry, it's not just like my sadness yeah. and passion for them, which of course mm-hmm. I have, but it's it's their emotions that are going through me. And so yeah. it's like that little dog, like reliving his dad's emotions while he was passing yeah. away. That's pretty intense. That's really intense, and, like, the fact that he was holding on to this guilt when he didn't have to, you know, I'm so glad he was able to express that. I know, and it's so, just goes to show, like, how much, I don't know, it's so interesting, how like, people say, like, animal, some animal behaviorists and people who study animal behavior that, like, animals don't have the ability to reason or they don't have the ability to feel guilt or they don't have the ability to you know, to feel these things, and it's just, like, not true, you know? It's just they they mm-hmm. do, they have the ability to feel all those things. Yeah, and I've seen it. We really just, yeah, if we really mm-hmm. watch them more, we'll start yeah. to see it. You don't even need to, like, be me, you know, to or to right. hear them like I do. If you just kind of watch, you'll be able to see it or have yeah. a feeling of it. Totally. Uh, let's go to our next call. Um, let's see. Alice has a pit boxer mix, five years old, fighting with her sister Lucy, and it's escalating. The photo is on Facebook. Again, our Facebook uh-huh. is at facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Do you see the picture? Yes, I see both their pictures, and... Uh... Lucy looks a little freaked out in her picture, and mm-hmm. Gracie looks a little like hmm, like she's gonna be a little <laughs> devil. Okay, Doesn't let's she? talk to Alice. <laughs> Alice, when did uh, this, think, when did this start? Um, well, these dogs are actually my sister's dogs, mm-hmm. and just recently, the past month, they've been um, Lucy started getting little nicks from Gracie. My sister would come home after from Morgan to see little Nicks and then about a week ago my sister called me saying that Gracie had clamped down on Lucy um and you know and had to, she had to take them apart and then just most recently the most uh, on Saturday you know Gracie um severely injured her so now we're just kind of I'm just kind of curious to see like what might be the root cause of this problem what we can maybe deal with it because they've been together for all of Gracie's life you know all five years and this just has started recently Okay, and so um, and so when you say Gracie seriously injured her, what did she do? Um, she she basically uh, severely injured her neck, her shoulder area. You know, just basically bit down and just you know was really ferocious with her, and she had to go into the emergency room for that. Oh, did she need stitches? Obviously, yeah. Yes, she she requires surgery and stitches. Oh, okay, and um, and um. Okay, let's talk to them and see what's happening. I'm going to ask Lucy her opinion first, and then I'll go to Gracie. And how old is Lucy? Lucy is uh, seven years old. We're going to be seven years old this month. So she was first yes. before Gracie. Okay. Okay, now Lucy's like a beagle, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Lucy, tell us what happened. Why is she biting you? She's been going after me really bad. Mm-hmm. She has crazy spell. Mm-hmm. And it's because the insides of her are hurting. Mm-hmm. And it's making her, like, delusional. She has stomach pain. Mm-hmm. And she's always blaming me. And I don't like that. And sometimes I'll just walk by her. And she'll go after me. And I hate that feeling. I don't really fight back. But the last time I did because I thought she was going to kill me. Is that true? Does she not really fight back? Not really, no. She would just, you know, I mean, just in general, Lucy tends to be a little bit more antisocial. So if 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 she gets annoyed, she would just always, like, kind of bare her teeth and, you know, kind of charge a little bit and then back off. She'll charge a little bit and back off. And so she, does yeah. she do that to Gracie sometimes? Yeah. So if she gets, like, if she feels like something's going on with Gracie, she'll charge her a little bit with, with teeth and then back off? 
Um, no, only if it's more of if someone if, if Gracie or another dog gets in her face first, then she'll she'll no. pretty much give a little I, warning. I got you, which is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's get Gracie and see what Gracie has to say. Yeah, I almost killed her. Mhm. I'm so mad at her. She makes me really sick. I got all this pain in my stomach. And it won't go away. And just smelling her makes it worse. I've totally forgotten that she's my friend. Mhm. The smell of her makes me so sick. Okay, so um, there are a couple of things that I'm a little bit concerned about with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it could be a couple of different things. So it could be, and this is just in my experience of when they talk about, like, the smell of another dog making them sick. Mm-hmm. It could be that Lucy might mm-hmm. have something like cancer or an illness or an imbalance in her mm-hmm. body. And then that does confuse Gracie, and mm-hmm. instinctually, Gracie will go after her to kill her. That's kind of what some wild dogs do. Mm-hmm. So we don't like that. We need to raise her consciousness and let her know that that's not okay and that she needs to turn away and walk away. Now, do you mm-hmm. know anything about Lucy's health? Do you know if she's okay? Um, I'm I'm not really sure actually because I, I don't think my sister has recently taken her to see the doctor. Yeah, so, so they probably ran a blood panel when she uh-huh. was under, you know, or when she got uh-huh. her stitches and stuff. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so you'd probably find out if something was probably going on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is where you see this kind of behavior is if there's an imbalance in Gracie. Mm-hmm. Something's going on inside of her. Now, yeah. it could be like she needs the chiropractic adjustment mm-hmm. and she's out and the, just the way Lucy feels or Lucy smells just the way she is just sort of tweaks her the wrong way and gives her a headache and so then she gets mm-hmm. that, right? So I would mm-hmm. definitely get, I'd get both of them adjusted actually because Lucy probably needs it too you know, by a chiropractor. It could be um, you'd want to run a blood panel on Gracie, too, to make sure that there's nothing wrong with Gracie's liver. Sometimes if there's things wrong with her liver, sometimes aggression gets worse. Uh So I would check that. And then I would kind of look at her vaccine schedule and see Uh if this coincides with any type of vaccine that she's had. Because aggression can stem from vaccine toxicity. Yeah. So you just want to make sure that before this happened, she didn't get any vaccines or sometimes even flea and tick treatment. Okay. The other, the other thing is is that there's been a lot of foods recalled lately, some mm-hmm. really high-quality foods, Nova, yeah. California Natural. Uh-huh. So we, we want to make sure that she and Lucy weren't on any of those recalled foods. So whatever yeah. food there's on, I type them into the – into the um, uh-huh. Google and just type their name and recall and see if they've ever been recalled. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. But it feels, it sounds more to me like something's going on with them physically than it's a yeah. behavioral problem. I mean, okay. obviously, it stemmed into behavioral, but uh-huh. it doesn't, it looks like something needs to be fixed with their bodies and okay. then go back to to modifying their behaviors. Okay. You know the answers to any of those questions? Have she had any vaccines recently? Or oh no, they haven't. They haven't had any oh, vaccines recently. Oh, that's good. Or flea and tick. Yeah. I don't know about the flea tick medication. My my suspicion is no, they haven't had it recently. Just because mm-hmm. my sister, you know, she's not very hands on. Um, and the food is the same brand that I feed my dogs, who are fine. I checked because I heard about the recalls, and I double-checked. So there was oh, a good. recall. Yeah. Good. Well, I would definitely get her adjusted. And then the other thing you want to think about is what's Gracie's life like? Does she, what's her exercise schedule? Yeah. So. What, what, 
Yeah. I don't think I think she's been getting a little bit more lately, but not regularly. Okay, a dog like her because she's like a like a pity, right? Like a pit bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's kind of like a border collie. She could use a yeah. two-hour walk a day. Yeah. If she, if she's not getting at least an hour walk a day, mm-hmm. she will be more aggressive. Okay. And the other thing is also. If she's not being trained, like mentally stimulated, that could also cause these problems. Yeah, that sounds that so sounds one thing, likely. one thing that worries me about this, though, is that usually dogs have what we call bite inhibition, especially if mm-hmm. they've been around dogs their whole life. Mm-hmm. They have called bite inhibition, meaning that when they bite, they know how hard they're biting. Mm-hmm. Do you know has Gracie been socialized around other dogs? Yeah, she has. Um, not yeah, you know, not too regularly, but yeah, she has. Uh huh. Yeah, when so, they adopt her. Um, yeah. So, um, so what you wanted that worries me. I'd be very interested to know if she's out of alignment in her atlas because sometimes that can create like tensity in the in the jaw and ice cream headaches, and that could make aggression worse and bites worse. Uh-huh. But it is a little bit scary. I'd really want to pull some blood on her and see how her blood at work is doing. Okay. Okay, keep thank us you. posted. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, Alex. Okay. Wow, two hours a day? Yeah. You have to walk them? Well, That's a lot. A border, a lot. I mean, a pit bull, I mean, for, for those of you who have, like, high drag pitties, they, they are like a border collie. They could work all day long. And mm. they, I mean, I even walk Stormy and Luca an hour in the morning, an hour at night now, still. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, it's, I guess it's, that's what I would do, too. I mean, I when mean, I had Ripley, that's what like, we did. Yeah, unless you have, like, a ranch or something, you know, mm-hmm. where they're, like, out running or you're taking them to work or you're taking them out and they're getting mentally stimulated, they're doing errands with you. But if they're mm-hmm. just inside the house, like, not being trained, you're, like, literally setting yourself up for failure because you're not stimulating the dog, and then they've got all this pent-up energy. And yeah. And where are they going to put it? But it really worries me that she's actually breaking the skin. Like, that's, like, something yeah. really wrong. And mm-hmm. the other thing is I can't stress enough, like, the importance of socializing your dog because – if you if you say like oh I socialize my dog my, or my puppy you know just to my other dog so they'll learn canine body language no they'll just learn canine body language with your own dog but they won't yeah. learn canine body language with other dogs so it's like so important to like regularly take out your dog and socialize them so that when they're older you don't have these problems right right. That is that's yeah. so true. I um you know I'm thinking about getting um an animal maybe next year around yeah. January or February. So I'm thinking about it, and I'm you know I, I told you last week that um, not on the show but off the air I was telling Laura for you listeners um, that I might get a pig because I was just we've had pig rescue on our show before. But I'm really concerned because I've never had a pig. I don't know if I would be a good pig, you know, mom. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe we should have the pig rescue lady on in the next couple of weeks and ask her. Yeah, maybe that would be good. The thing with – I still want, I think, another dog, though, too, because I need an animal to come exercise with me. I know. And you can't take a can't pig out, right? <laughs> well, you could put him on a skateboard maybe and run him with a skateboard. <laughs> maybe you could maybe you could teach a pig to skateboard. Maybe. But and how big do be, they get? They're really big, right? You like you had a pig. Awesome pig. Yes. I had pigs but they were very, very overweight because they had been, you know, abused. Pigs don't have the ability to um they don't have a mechanism that says they're full. So they'll just keep eating, and so that's why you see potbelly pigs that are like so gigantic. So you have to um, you have to regulate their diet, but some of them don't get that big. I mean, they so they can get like stormy size or oh. like Luca size, like twenty eight pounds or something. Really? 
Or, yes, yeah, some of them were some of them more like Stormy, who's like 65. I don't know. You know, we have that to ask the pig lady. I don't want to give you false information. Okay, but, but they don't need to be like a hundred over a hundred pounds. Like I want to be able to no. manage like, you know, if something happens to the pig, I need to like carry the pig, you know? Yeah. And put the pig in the car and stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Whatever that sort of stuff. And you can house train them and stuff. I'm telling you, you should come up to Ohio and I'll take you over to my friend who rescues pigs and you can meet some. Oh, cool. I want to try that. Yeah. Maybe we'll go come. record it and we can play it for everybody <laughs> and see oh, what happens. Oh, Pig farm rescue, not pig farm. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So it's time for Words of Wisdom by Storm King and Friends. And we have one request uh, in the chat room that someone says, uh, I think Laurentia says she wants to see Mora to do it. I also haven't heard from Storm King in a while. Another question, oh, that Laurentia asks in the chat room is, have you ever used Reiki with your animals before? I am actually a Reiki master. Wow, you are? I didn't know that. I am. I am. Um, It was one of the things I did when I was first, like, getting into the animals. I was doing that and the Tellington Touch. I think I actually did that before I did the Tellington Touch. Cool. Um. So, yes, I do. I, you know, I do Reiki, like, almost every day. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Oh, how lucky are they? I don't know what Reiki is. It's a form of, like, energy healing with your hands. Or that even your cool. mind. I guess you can do it from a distance. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, Storm King and Friends, who's doing it? Maybe okay. we can get them both on. Okay. So More I am Stormy. Stormy. Stormy, do you want your words of wisdom today? Would you like to take your words of wisdom? Everybody needs to have a good friend to talk to. Because if you get really sad and you don't have a good friend, then you can get sadder. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of true, don't you think? Of course. Yes, we all need friends. I wonder who he's talking about that was really sad and didn't have a friend to talk to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and if you don't have a friend to talk to, go to your therapist. Go to a therapist, that's right. Or to your animals. <laughs> or to your animals who are your friends. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. Should we do Seymour too? Yes, Seymoura. All right, I had to shut the door for Senora. She was being too loud earlier. Senora, your turn. Words of wisdom. And Storm King is Laura's Aussie. And Mora is the gold and blue macaw. This is true about what Senora is saying. It's not really words of wisdom, but she's saying um, that all parents need a play, a comfortable place to lay their eggs. <laughs> and that's what we've been going on with. Samora laid an egg in my bed the other day, which is kind of gross, but but <laughs> but she it's so painful for her. It's like really a painful Aww. thing to lay eggs. And I feel so bad when she's locked in her cage, like if I'm not home or something and she has to lay an egg because what she does now, she doesn't get off her cage very often, but she has this thing where she gets off the jump the cage and she, like, jumps on the dog bed and then she goes under the couch and lays the eggs under the couch. Because yeah. it's, like, it's, like, painful. And, like, if she has to be on her perch, laying eggs is <sighs> hard. Oh, my gosh. Well, that is a words of wisdom for all you uh, bird people. It is, I right? think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, get a bird box. Good. Yeah. Well, Next you should definitely box. I I know I saw that picture of the egg online, so that was pretty it was pretty intense. <laughs> did you Did you see the video? No, I didn't see the video. Oh, the video is on our Facebook page. You got to check out the video. She's like trying to do somersaults over the egg and she's kicking. That's so funny. And- I'll check it out. Okay, we'll log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. We'll see you all next week.
Back to the animals. She can talk to the 